This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back after a few months off. It is time for our trade list wrap-up pod. Joined, as always, in the Podular Media Studios by Madison Clark and Dave Baxter. Gentlemen, I've missed your mugs. Oh, mate, it is great to be looking across the table at you, Benny. You're in the driver's seat once again. I look to my right. Still no Tom Flanagan. Still no Flanners. Thanks for letting us know you weren't coming tonight, Flanners. And Madison Clark to my left. It's fantastic to be in here. There's been a few changes, fellas. It was a long, it was a long September watching the final series without our boys playing. But, you know, the draft's done. Our list is finalised now. So it's time to get a bit excited for season 2020. I'll tell you what, it does leave a bit of a, a hole in your uh, in your week not coming in here, doesn't it? It does. I always I look forward it. to it. It gets me through my Wednesday, fellas. Uh, it's and like, yeah, your um, hump day. Correct. And pretty bloody rare for us not to be playing finals. Um, so we've had a lot to think about. I would have thought, boys, and uh, I really enjoyed the final series. It was a, it was a good. It, <laughs> it was, was a good, really good. Final it was good series. not to stress, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was fantastic not to stress. Yeah. Just nah, a, I, I would have enjoyed stressing. <laughs> I would have enjoyed stressing. White line fever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that stuff, mate. But uh, yeah, look, I think we we saw what we did at the back end of the year, and so the way last season played out, well, the season just gone. We're we're in good stead, boys, and it's going to be an exciting time. That's for sure. Yeah, I think we're definitely in a good position. I think we all would have agreed on that before trade period happened. Definitely. Uh, I I don't think that there's any there's there was never cause for concern until we said we we're going to go after Joe Danaher, but that was. Concerning. I'll touch, on, I'll touch yeah. on that later. We will. We will. But uh, it's gonna. It's just. The way last season played out, playing no Ruckman for six or seven weeks, that in itself sort of said we had the cue in the rack. And I think that's going to be the key to being successful in 2020. It's just our structure. Two Ruckman, I completely well, agree. Well, man. <laughs> I, was, I was actually listening back. Just play him! <laughs> just Shannon. play him! Shattered! I was listening back to the uh, bumper season review. Bumper! And, uh, and we did discuss... The, the theory of two Ruckman and we touched on the fact that it's very hard to transition from playing zero Ruckman to two. So we do probably need to just uh, take baby steps in that regard. We do, we do. But Shannon's looking good. I think, do, you, do you mean we need to adjust our expectations? Yeah, correct. Just, <laughs> a, just a one. That's exactly what I'm saying. At, at, least get one, down. at least get one Ruckman on the ground. That'll that'll make me happy for, for a... Uh, uh, first thing, but geez, yeah, Shannon's looking all right. In good nick, in good yes. nick. But get Naismith up and about as well, and I think that just changes the way we can play and the way we can set up and get our structures going. A bit of continuity in the game, oh, boys. We like these words. In our game plan. But before we sort of start getting into next season as such, boys, we've a uh, few list changes this year. Indeed. As we saw in round Indeed. 23 with... Uh, um. Kieran Jack going out, Jared McVeigh going out, Grundy a few weeks before that as well. The, the, the older brigade, brigade are out. And there's a few others as well, Benny. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's one name there that... Let's, uh, let's, there's yeah, one... We'll get to Rosie. <laughs> there's one, it's just sticking we'll out of it here as well. <laughs> we'll get to him in just one moment. But let's go down the list. So we've got Daniel Menzel, Jack Maybaum with an asterisk, uh, Toby Pink, Cody Hurst, James Rose, Durak Tucker, 
Durak, Durak. Joe McVeigh, Kieran Jack. Heath Grundy, Nick Smith, Darcy Cameron, and Zach Jones. My man. All omitted from the side. Delisted or retired. Absolutely. Let's, or traded. Let's, let's discuss Daniel Menzel. Waste happy, of time. Happy that he's gone? Absolutely. Mads? I thought he was better in the back half of the year. Yeah. I thought he was better, but I, I mean... Is that because I, he played I, an extra two games? No, no, no. But I, I, I will not have you uh, kick, <laughs> kick him when he's down, Benjamin. Um, Is that Footscray, mate, earning more money than I am? So I would not classify him as being down. No, but he... He actually showed a little bit, and for, again, we we're paying him nothing, yeah. so it didn't it didn't really bother me, and we still would have been paying him nothing because we would have signed him to yeah, a but contract. Good riddance. Um, yeah, don't need him. No, well, uh, I mean, time will tell, won't it? Definitely replaceable. There's Absolutely, no, there, there's, replaceable. there's no doubt about that. But he was. I did like that good link-up ability that he had. Yep. He just sort of could pull off that kick that not many could. We sort of saw it in that game that, uh, that sticks out to me, is it, that West Coast game, when Buddy was on fire and he sort of linked up with Bud a, a few times. That sort of gave me a, a bit of a feeling that he might get another year, but it wasn't to be. So, But you're so right, definitely replaceable. Yeah, in replaceable. Every, in every way, shape and form. Yes, stuff him. Now, Jack Maybaum delisted and has been re- picked up again. Yes. Re- rookie. Re- which is rookie. a good thing. Yeah, he, absolutely. He absolutely. just didn't get a shot at it. He did. He's got that. He's got that. Is it the knee? Yeah, he did the yeah. ACL at the start of last season. So he, he, I think he signed in 2017, was on the list 18 19, yep. and then delisted after that. So it's good that he's back on the list. It looks like he's up and about. He's in good nick, and he's a good size, which um, soys. Good soys. Um, not the bad. Um, so. <laughs> It would be good to see him sort of get an opportunity, sort of hit some knee full form. Well, he hasn't, really g- he hasn't really gotten much of an opportunity. Nah. So yeah. right. And I, I want to actually just use that word opportunity with a guy like Durak Tucker. Yes. Yeah. I reckon that without Did he play a senior game? Much, no, no. No. But my understanding is he's a pretty athletic type. Yeah. The kind of player who we probably could use. So I was a bit surprised when we let him go. I think um, it's just that you have to... You have to make so many list changes a year, and yep. I think they if they if they're not showing enough, yeah. they they put a pen through them. It's it's a harsh the harsh reality of AFL footy, Benny. Yeah, it but is, this it this is. Uh, this Durak Tucker, I'm just having a look at some photos of him because to be honest, I couldn't have picked him out of the lineup. <laughs> if he that guy, Dylan Stevens, is pretty much the exact same body type as him. So, again, we're, we're dealing with people and you have to be, I think, quite pragmatic when you're making list changes like that and, and you have to know, okay, is this guy literally irreplaceable? Can we not go on without this guy? And I yeah. think um, is agreed. I mean, we could do with athletic uh, sort of outside mids, but replaceable, yes, absolutely. No doubt, no doubt. And the, the third one we've got on the list is Toby Pink. So yeah, Toby the, Pink, Cody Hurst, you know, regular names in the NEFL, but never never really made much impact. I think Toby Pink only played a handful yeah. of senior games. What about, yeah. what about the bloke that lit up the NEFL every week, Ben? Your Ro- man. Your Ro- man, Ben. Your man, Benny. Rosie. Yeah. Rosie. Probably bloody got what he deserved, didn't he? Uh, probably, had, probably three years too late. This yeah, is correct. There, there were probably you talking in, about list cloggers in his <laughs> car, in his career. There were probably four or five times when he was playing senior footy 
where he just did something and you're like, this bloke is not cut out for AFL footy. Nah. And, and this year it was when, I can't remember the game, but he kicked the ball in board um, into the corridor yeah. and it was just... Turnover goal. Shockingly weighted, just over the top, turnover goal. And it's just like, this bloke cannot turn it on if uh, AFL standard. But the thing yeah. was... Mate, do yourself a favour, Rosie. Go to a local league... Yeah, in the I, country, pick think, up two grand a game think, and, and just live your life. Yeah, I think he's headed head back <laughs> live your to best um, life. SA and he, he signed with one uh, Sanford club over there. Yeah, Glen sure. Elg or so, something. Yeah, something like that. He was given opportunities, though. But he couldn't, exactly. he couldn't leave. He given opportunities, Matt. He was on the list for eight years. He couldn't. But he Played I mean, 30 games. Yeah, granted, but you can be on the list for a long time and, and not necessarily oh, but, but he's not 190 no. plus. No, no. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Correct. Um, so I think but, he did well. Yeah, he certainly can't leave the Swannies going, shit, they didn't really... They didn't give me an opportunity. Yeah. I, did, I just I didn't get a clean run at it. Yeah, yeah no, okay, can't, James. Can't nah, Jimmy that. had his run and Jimmy's run. He's nah, gone. Jimmy's a good guy. James is he's he's a James. And, sure. and we should actually throw a thank you out there to Big Jimmy Rose for just providing us content, content, <laughs> content here on True Blood. So um, <laughs> the content bucket, James Rose. Look, as long as we're here, there's going to be players getting wax. And look, Jim, look, it was just your time. Sometimes it so was your time, Rosy Cheeks. We appreciate. Like kept giving us reasons to yeah, so correct. That's exactly right. Uh, moving down the list into the retirees, Jared McVay, Kieran Jack, Heath Grundy, Nick Smith. Absolutely no surprises there. We all knew they were coming and were announced earlier on in the season. Uh, nevertheless, disappointing to see them go. Darcy Cameron. I just want to touch on Darcy. He now now you talk about irreplaceable people, and not saying he's necessarily irreplaceable, Debs, but. Geez, he's one position where we've really been lacking um, all of last year and all of the year before. And in terms of opportunities, he really wasn't given one, even when fit. So yeah. this is what we say. Yeah. He's been on the list for a, a significant amount of time, what, two or three years? Oh, and the rest. I wonder, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and he was not, he, I think he played one senior game and he was shocking, yeah. mind yeah, you. Yeah, he yeah. was shocking. Yeah, that's but, right. But still, this is a guy who got, you know, James Rose got 80% more of a go than he did. Um, I wonder what happened there, but that for mine is a bad move because we don't have uh, that type of player. A suitable in replacement. Yeah. I wonder if he is just a, a one trick pony. You know, I wonder if perhaps, yeah, he's got good numbers in the needle, but I wonder if perhaps he doesn't have what it takes. Maybe to just play more than to play more than what like you know for example it's all good and well we can pick him as a tap ruckman but if he can't go forward Mike Pike perfect example could at least cl- like could clunk but, a grab but I think I you think know what I mean never, so you could put him you could put him in the forward line and at least take a mark but how do we know how do yeah, we well, know yeah well but this is what I'm saying this is one of, one of the reasons I'm wondering why he didn't actually get the go yeah he actually didn't get. Like they just said, well, yeah, sure, we could bring in a ruckman, or we could bring in a player who can do two and th- two or three different roles for us. Maybe that's you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's the great mystery. But if he's not deemed fit for a game, move him on. Because he's well, it he, turns him into he, a lift. He logger. has been moved on. He's just a taller James Rose, as far as uh, that's what he's concerned, I guess. Yeah, it's probably where we we second guess what they're thinking there because it's not like we, as you've said, Benny, we don't have an endless supply of Ruckman and we didn't draft any Ruckman. So it's reliant on Sinclair and Naismith. 
That the, the Let's re- hope that Naismith gets on the park. The, the reliance is massive, absolutely massive. It, and they, what are you talking about, mate? We still got Sam Reid and Lee Lee. We can just chuck them in. Yeah, and those and blokes suppose, play, and then we, we won't have a ruckman. We just have two blokes, McLean as well, McLean and, and Michael Noll. I swear to God, if we have a situation where we've got a Lee Lee and Sam Reid pinch hitting in the ruck again, I will go ballistic. Yeah, I will go ballistic. Well, we, no, we, bloody, we bloody will. No. If, if Naismith gets injured again, he's prone to being injured. We're, we're, we're going to have that situation so you, again. You, you don't mm, mind a pinch hit, but it's when two of them... For, are, for a, a half of football. Yeah. That's the, concerning. Yeah, exactly right. They, when you got... Yeah, it's frustrating. That, that was the most frustrating part of last year, was playing mm. no Ruckman. It, it cost us a potential sort of bottom eight finish. Yeah, no Ruckman. Yep. Without a shadow sure. of a doubt, we There's could no have doubt. we could have easily won three games yep. if we if we had had Sam Reid or Aaliyah both free playing their actual their, role. Their positions. We, mm. we win at least three more games, and that gets us finals. But no doubt about it. Before we really start diving into potential ladder positions from last season, Debs, I want to throw to Mads here for his man, Zach Jones. Yeah, who I, I, mean, I wanted personally to stay at the club. So did I. Oh, uh, no so doubt. Did I. No, no doubt. diggity, no doubt, Deeble. No doubt, mate. He's he, a loss. He's he's the one loss of the trade right period. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Matt, your man. Your man. I just got, I, I've just missed the microphone, mate. I've just got to be excited. I'm sorry. It's... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> the attention um, in here is palpable after that uh, comment. <laughs> go on with an the chorus. <laughs> an absolute drive-by from Mads. Uh, <laughs> Carry on. The, the stage is yours, Madison. I think he's left a hole, Ben, quite frankly. So do I, yeah. Madison. Um, I think it's my, my love and admiration for Jonesy was for mine, Ben. For he, yours, Madison. He, he embodied... The Bloods culture. I've missed this. He embodied the Bloods culture and he was aggressive and we don't have another player like that. You talk about irreplaceable, I think. Uh, his talents and skills, uh, Debs, were uh, intangible, but certainly as important um, in terms of what he brought. And he broke lines. We don't have that many Line players breaker. who can break lines. And that's... Uh, the. If you mix those things together, it's like, geez, there. Yeah, sure, he butchers it. Sure, yeah. Everybody, everybody. That's everybody's biggest whack on him is that he butchers the footy. Sure, he does. But I think, as we've discussed many, many times before, I think you make that back in spades for what you get in terms of his speed, in terms of his aggression, mm. in terms of sort of just getting the boys up and about. I think uh, before before you jump in here. Debs, because I, I can see you just chomping, chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit, <laughs> chomping at the chomping at the mic. Um, I just think you know you look at a player like Danger, you look at a player like Dane Swan, and these are blokes whose disposal efficiency is not really that pretty, great. Pretty, but average. for yeah. their position and the role that they play, they over deliver in an unbelievable manner. Right? Yeah. They are they are they were really like special footballers. Zach Jones was not is not quite a one He's not generation quite a player, but in that in that of that elk, like, yeah, he turns it over every now and then. But what he brings to the side, that's exactly right. He he bought he bought more than he gave away. Correct, hundred percent, no doubt. Boys, I've I've been sitting here and I've been listening to Mads talk about his man Jonesy. He's gone, and I've had an epiphany. 
What are your thoughts, especially with the the gaining Lewis Taylor yep. in the draft? A player of the ilk of one of our biggest improvers who tried to leave the club this year. Mm-hmm. Tommy Papley. Tommy Papley going back to half back to sort of play that Zach Jones role because it, it it's it was the acceleration of Jones and the the quick run on the 45 take that player arch the back and gain 25 take a bounce and have a kick I, I think I like it I, I've got I think Papley can do that do you know what he, he's uh, much better by foot than Jones yeah and he's probably got equal the tank yeah he, like he was sensational up yep. up forward last year. Don't get me wrong. He's even like, better in the middle. He, he for was, mine. So I, I think he's very much suited to look. I, I couldn't tell you too much about his defensive game and that like, but you, you never see sort of Zach Jones getting caught one on one too much. So our, our, our backline setup is normally pretty good with Rams and those fellas back there. Well, it's only um, Rams now. Ram, Rams. <laughs> Ram, Ram, Rams and co. Ram, Rams are there. Bloody Malikin's going to be a superstar. Hey, is that? Oh, there he is. Uh, us, us. Yeah, nah, I don't know about old Louis, but uh, hopefully he has big preseason, the fella. But I, I could definitely see whether that happens, who knows? But that that's just, you sort of, you look at what we lost in Zach Jones, I feel. Well, you need to hap- replace it. You I need feel, to replace it. And that's it. We don't yeah. have anyone else like Mills on the other flank. He's, not a not quick, quick acceleration player. It's going to have to be someone like Papley, breaking the line, short 45, hit that target, keep running, take on the game. And that's what Papley can do for us, boys. Correct. Exactly he right. He is the closest thing we've got to an explosive midfielder. And we have all spoken about the quality of our inside mids. Yeah. And that is... And the lack yeah. of outside mids. Yeah. Well, to without, you know, harping on about what everything we don't have, you know, it's all that gratitude these days, <laughs> Madison. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been blessed with, with guys like Kennedy, Parker, who have just been absolute bulls in on the inside, winning their own ball, getting it and feeding it out. However, I think with the rule change, the 666, it allowed – we spoke about it with um, at the very, very start of the year with Cam Guthrie and he looked how he looked good. He looked like he benefited. Well, so that, that's what released Papley. Correct. I think into into that role, and I, for one, am really excited that he's staying because I actually, tra- I traditionally, I turn on people who you know say they want out from the club and oh, yeah. well, they request a trade and it doesn't get done. I don't think put it, was it this way, really him anyway. Yeah, correct. So there are a lot of variables in mm. here because apparently there's there's a lot of family issues there. Miss, um, uh, I don't know if you've touched base with his uh, with his. Hugs and kisses lately. Slid into the no, 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 not, not since we'll have a quiet beverage at uh, Morris Jones one time. Yeah, okay. We haven't okay. we haven't crossed over, but um, you know, I'll try to find out. The understanding fellas. is that he, it's family reasons that he needs to come home. So I have, um, I'm actually really glad that he's staying. So am I. Yeah, and I was um, the point of that rant being I'm not putting him to the curb. I'm not kicking him to the curb. No, well, nor should you. Nor should you because he is a genuine. He's a genuine superstar, great player. Um, and I've seen people who didn't really think he was that good. They've changed their mind this year. This year was really his breakout. Well, year. anyone who I'll put it, anyone who had anything to say about him. Everyone was sort of harping. All those people in my life were harping on about, "Oh, you're gonna lose him. He's gonna go to, yeah. you know, you know, subconsciously backing him as a as a as a gun." Well, put yeah. it put it this way, boys. He was gonna be a, a round one pick. 
Yeah. Pick nine is coming to us. <laughs> if if five and nine, oh yeah, well this this opens up. We can move we can move on there. I think we, we'll, we'll move into Joe and then I think well we'll we'll move into the Joe discussion, then we'll take a breather and we'll uh, go over the numbers on our uh, on our draft. Yeah. Exactly right. Sure. Alright, so let's go back a few weeks to the old draft period. We are trade period. Trade, no, period, trade period. Trade period, I should say. Benjamin, thank you for the correction. We, we, we would have gone to the table and said to Essendon, is pick five and nine going to get it done? And that this is a thing. Essendon said that never would have got it done. So that's They said that from the start. From the start. Mm, mm, Adrian Dodoro, yeah, what, a, what a dickhead. What a knob. And this is it. It is idiotic, right? Because they are going to get a late teens compensation pick for Joe Danaher next year when he goes as a free agent. Yep. At the end of the year, mm-hmm. yep. they're going to get some, something like pick Idiotas. 15, Idiotas. 16. But I, I will Especially also. Especially if he doesn't they, play a game. They would have got. Gonna, I'm also just going to preface this with the fact that I'm so glad that Adrian Dador is an idiot. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad. Pick five and nine, fellas. That's, it's, That's a lot. It's bigger than like the Dangerfield trade. Like, yeah, it, you yeah. Pay, it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's massive. massive. Like, how do you not just do the deal? Yeah. I was, I, I was sitting how, there. I was sitting how there greedy the, to then sit back and then say, like, arrogant. Uh, how arrogant. about, how about, yeah, yeah, the arrogance to then go, if you added Heaney, Heaney. maybe oh, it'd be a deal. off. Maybe it'd be a deal. To talk, that's, that's when it really, I, I was just like sitting back and watching. And then Mate, I, I wouldn't heard, even trade Heaney for Danaher. No way. I wouldn't trade Mills. Then when I wouldn't I, trade George. When I, when I heard that, I just thought that really sums up Dodoro as yeah. a bloke. Like that you that you're taking the piss out of this scenario that much that you're going to request Isaac Heaney. Literally, out of everyone, he's the most untouchable player. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> just quietly, I love the fact that we were offering picks that we didn't even have. Have, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. That's too funny. Like it that is. that sort of it, matches, it, it, it matches the arrogance of Dodoro to be like, oh, yeah, we'll give you this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even have it yet. Um, I'm Seeing as we're living in fantasy land, Dodoro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll offer you two picks we don't have. I'll tell you what, though. I am so – because I was with Rob Crawford from the Sash. I was with him on the morning that they announced that um, Danaher had requested a trade. Yeah. And so we, we discussed it at length. And I was trying not to be offensive to Rob because I just – yeah, how can you? They're romantic. You, They're how, very romantic about how him. How can you want him? How can you want him after he's played eleven games in two years, mate? Sure, there's yeah. a lot of ifs. Yeah, sure, maybe he gets back and plays his best. For mine, he's never going to play his best again. And you, you cannot base a trade off how someone was playing two years ago. Yeah, That's off, not how it works. Off someone's potential yeah, two yeah, years ago yeah. that they actually haven't lived in. Yeah. And that, oh, he's all I, Australian, I completely, No, he, no, he was yeah, all Australian yeah, in 2017. No yeah, no he was all Australian, in, but they were, they were trading him. I think him what was ahead of him. He was still playing uh, that way. They, yeah. No, they were trading. Him, they were trading him as if he had continued to yeah. improve yeah, for two he, years. As he, now, he's back to back to back all Australian. Yeah, cor- yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. I, I have a lot of appreciation for Danaher uh, as a footballer. I think he's one of the few blokes in the league at, who, uh, arguably the only forward in the league who can emulate the style of forward that Buddy has been. Tall, athletic, yeah. um, can really turn can really turn a game on its on, on on its head, right? A real a real game game changer. And he's there's no doubt from his pedigree that 
there is great. There could there could definitely be greatness in front of him, but OP is like cancer for a footballer's career. It ruined his. It ruined Darcy's career. Darcy Danaher. It was it, gone. It can absolutely bring your career to an end, and for that reason, I was looking at this going is. Could be Kurt Tippett all over again. Oh, yeah. mate. Oh, that's, that's the first this thing I could said. could be Kurt that's Tippett all over again. And it would have killed me if we had made that. If we had made that trade, regardless of whether... It, even if he went on to become a superstar, I'd look back and go on, yep, 2020 hindsight, great that we won it. But I would still be pissed off that we chose to consciously make that decision again. Yeah. 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 To pick up a guy who may not actually deliver, but, and then we get stuck with all of his, we get stuck with all of his fucking salary baggage, yep. salary cap baggage, and he lives the good life in in Bondi. There, there's there's no doubt that not getting him this year could be an absolute. Yeah, godsend. Godsend. Like no doubt. I, that, hope he, that, I hope he's, he's just not running. It up. He's not even running right yeah. now. I hope he just lights it up at, at Essendon in the second half of the year. And then requests a trade and fucking comes. How good would that be? Mate, unreal. Uh, mate, just send bloody sensation. Do, do you need to request a trade? No, you don't. He, yeah, he's exactly. a free agent. Yeah, Fine. exactly. We, yeah, we, we Pick offer. him up. We, we offer and then they have to match the offer. If and they're not matching. Them. Do you need a pen, Joe? Here you go. No <laughs> yeah. worries. That's it. And, just, and just on the dotted line, mate. And it was funny, the, the reasons that he gave for the trade were like lifestyle and to get out of Melbourne. And I don't think that's changing in 12 months. But nah, absolutely I, not. I think if he was off the paddock for another year, I'm not too sure we would go for him again. I would not want him again. No. Nah. Like if he, he had another mate, year. OP for three years, forget it. Yeah, Just retire. 100%. Just retire, mate. But I, I feel like you, this is what you want. You Start upscaling your finance. You want him to, to come good. Play sort of rounds 10, 11, sort of manage game time, hits the ground running, back half of the season, has a ripper, requests a trade, comes to Sydney. We've got the best two forwards in the comp and we win the flag in 2021. There you go. Easy as that. I, I don't like it, like how his mindset about Melbourne isn't going to change in a year. My mindset isn't going to change either. I bang on, both of you are, are, are right, but OP... From Pe- what I've seen, just dangerous. Go away, o- dangerous. Op ten years ago, no, you couldn't get rid of it. it. Not many players have op these days. You don't hear about it like you used to. It's like the the new ankle injury that everyone's fucking scared uh, of. Oh, the awareness, yeah, <laughs> awareness, uh, ankle I awareness. The, I forget the name, but buddy, oh, as soon as they get hit with it, the the bone in the foot or whatever. I can't remember, but it's similar to that. People Plant, get plantar fasciitis. Nah, not plantar fascia. <laughs> that's it. That's been a that's been a keyword over the last season. Yeah, but I, I know. I feel like people get over OP. Did we did we offer them Papley? No, nah. I don't think so. I don't think we did. They've probably got too many players like Papley. Yeah, yeah, Stringer. I, yeah, but AMT. I, yeah, it, I don't think Papley was ever going to be a part of that deal. It was only going to be through Carlton. Yeah. Why though? Because that's where the interest was. Like, so for example, like, like, Dave, like Dave said, there was much, like, Carlton had like, placed much more value in Papley. Well, the, yeah. fe- the thing and was. We're willing, with, and we're willing to go a lot harder um, to well, get him. The thing was with Papley, with him being contracted mm. for another three years, the money's there in the contract. That's so you true. have to be willing to pay that and also drag the player to the club. So you're going to be. He was going to be paid. 
probably seven eight hundred k. Yeah, yeah. No one else in no one else in the in the comp is going to pay that for Papley for Paps. But they, I was talking to a mate of mine who is in the details. At, at, at he, he, he just loves the Blues. He's tragic, and he's mm. always he's in the details of everything. He reckons they've got heaps of um, upfront calories, uh, salaries, salary cap at the moment. Yeah, they would. Um, yeah, they've like long, they long. I think going further down the track with the likes of Crips and and Charlie Kerno and all that sort of stuff. I think they're it levels out more, but right now, like for the next couple of years, they've got heaps of cap space to, to work with. Well, that, well, they just signed what Jack Martin on what must be close to a million bucks. He's not a million dollars. Nah, he's, he's see, this that's probably why Sauce was like, I'm getting out of here. See ya. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, it I was an interesting trade period. And why? The, the back end of next year when the. The chat starts up again. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I agree. But I think we can all safely sit on the same page that we are glad that the Danaher trade did not go through. Not because we don't believe in his potential, but because it was just red flags. And just quietly, on top of that, Buddy's looking pretty bloody good. Buddy, right how good does he look? He's slimmed down. Buddy's been out on Bondi. The tan's looking good. He's dropped five kegs. Buddy's going to be running up and down wings, winning Brownlow's kick at 100. He started training with the with the first years as well. Oh, God, I loved that. Oh, I love that. I loved it. Fantastic. Jeez, Mads. Oh, I hadn't actually thought about that in a day or two. <laughs> So it's great to be reminded. Just keep the chair firmly tucked under the table there, dudes. That's it. I'm nearly raising the table in here, fellas. <laughs> On that note, I reckon we might take a quick breather and we will be back after this to discuss our position after the draft. Back after this. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back to the list finalisation pod on True Bloods. List I think finalisation. Yeah, nice. absolutely, absolutely. Nice. We're going to throw straight to uh, to a bit of footage uh, and an interview with Kinnear Beatson regarding how we uh, how we actually landed with the picks that we got. Kinnear, successful night tonight at the national draft. Just talk us through that first pick, um, the pick swap that led to getting Will Good at number twenty six. Yeah, well, we were able to do a deal with Adelaide that enabled us to get forward um, because we were worried that Will might have been taken by another club by that pick. Uh, so what we did was we went forward from 27 to 25, I think it was, and we flipped some future picks with them, which impacts on next year. But we were the strategy was more to get in tonight to secure Will because he'll he'll play down back, um, give us some relief down there and. Good leader, hard at the footy. So it was all about getting forward. And you just mentioned a little bit about Will then, the South Australian captain this year. What really um, drew you to pick him tonight? Uh, It might sound a funny word, but he's a doer. He's a doer. He's a solid lad. He plays with real passion. He attacks the game. He attacks the man. Uh, He'll know Will good, so that's a, a, a... you know, it's always good to bring players in pairs, not that it was specifically the reason. Um, but we also needed to continue to develop our defenders. And, and he played in a senior premiership this year with Glenelg, which is a bloody good effort after um, 
also captaining South Australia in the Nationals and being an All-Australian. And we also picked up two Western Australians, the first being Elijah Taylor, pick 36. Just tell us a little bit about him. He looks like an Boys, the god of the draft. How good is he? And uh, Kenia Beatson, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope we always keep him. Now, Will Gould. Can I tell you about a bit a bit about Will Gould, boys? Go on. Mate, I'm loving the printout. Oh, the printout's back. The, the printing's back on at the big four, I'll tell you the that. The tap is on. <laughs> tap is Taps on. Back on, Taps boys. On. Uh, now, Glen Elg, as you heard Kinnear rightly say, he uh, he won a premiership in the seniors for Glen Elg this year, which is no small feat, Ben. Uh, he's 191 centimetres and 98 kegs. He's a key defender. Now, he also, there was the, the big thing I heard Kinnear say then was he attacks the footy and he attacks the man. Now, just quietly, that might pick up a little bit of the slack left from Zach Jones. He's hoping. Different uh, different part of the ground, but, geez, mm-hmm. that, uh, that mm-hmm. sounds good. He sounds like a leader, which we need. Obviously, Rampy's got the back line covered, but, geez, you could do with more of them. No, you could never have too many Dane Rampies. If I told you, Madison, that you could have 22 Dane Rampies. Sold. Well, yeah, uh, one you'd, not- start predi- you'd start predicting how many premierships you'd wind up with. <laughs> <laughs> there'd, be no, there'd be no wrong answer. <laughs> You're not wrong, Benny. But at, uh, 191 and 98 kegs, that's ready-made, ready, made, ready yeah, to go. Yeah, he's, he's playing senior footy He's playing senior early. footy next year. Yeah. Um, and I just fear he's going to slot in up back and he's going to be able to take that second, third tier yep. forward and yep. not, not be affected um, physically. He's going to be able to go with him. And he's, sort of, he's got that attacking aspect to his game as well as that on-field leadership, and I'm sure that will come through very early. Um, he's exciting prospect, ready to go. It, it's exciting when they're a ready-made prospect. They don't need the two or three years into him, which sort of leads us into our first pick. Well, our, our pick five was Dylan Stevens. Now, he was from Norwood. He uh, actually knows Will Gould very well and went to school with Will Haywood. So, good connection there for... Well, it's interesting they, 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 that can you mention that. He goes, obviously, it's not the sole reason that we pick yeah. anyone up, but it's great to bring them in, in yep. pairs and into a well, group it, where they know people and home, it helps to... Homesickness. Yeah, correct. Exactly right. Something that we have battled with in time Correct. as a club, boys. Correct. Now, this Dylan is a penetrating left footer, and he averaged 23.8 disposals, and this is the kicker, Deeb's 4.8 tackles across the 2019 AFL Under-18 Championships, and uh, was All-Australian in the Under-18s. So, he's 69 kilos, probably a little bit light. For Very mine. light on. Very um, light on. Even I, uh, I trump him in terms of the weight division, and if <laughs> I can be doing that, that's, <laughs> Madison's uh, that's a genuine concern, boys. Wiry frame is, uh, <laughs> is, do- is trumping anyone. That's that's cause. That's a concern. Um, but so he'll, it's a watch out. It's a watch out. No, well he'll he'll probably uh, he'll probably take a little bit longer to develop, but from by, by rights he seems like he's going to be a gun as well. Yeah, from what you hear on the on the grapevine, boys is that he's he's good on the inside and both the outside. And I think that's where he'll sort of start off, is sort of on that outside running winger type, um, do a bit of time in the knee full. I'm sure, look, it's amazing what they can do in a a pre-season, boys. Especially a full pre-season. Imagine what happens when they get a couple under their belt. That's it. So he'll probably put on five, six kilos this pre-season. He'll be smashing the protein shakes, getting those big feeds in, putting on some weight. Um, and he, he once he's sort of, he'll do a bit of time in the NAFL, there's no doubt about that, or the NAFL, as we like to say here, boys. He'll do some time there, but he's an exciting prospect, good left foot, and I think that's what we look for, um, is that good 
uh, delivery by foot. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's something that we've definitely we've doubled down on in terms of trying to get you know Efficiency. better 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 yeah. users of the footy. I mean, look at look at look at the work we put into Jordan Dawson and, and the reward that we're getting out of that. Oh, that big sweeping left boot. It's something Mate, about raking left boot. It's something about the left footers, boys. They just seem oh, to like be it. a better kick of the footy. There's no doubt. Well, there was that stage at Hawthorne when they were specifically drafting left footers because statistically, yes, they were better kicks. Yes. So mm. they bet. Uh, the other two, I'll just touch on Elijah Taylor. Excited. A mercurial, Elijah. mercurial type of player. I tell you, how's that word? The mercurial. Absolutely. Um, can you can you divulge a bit on that, Madison? In what, terms. what what is what does that mean? He's a mercurial player. Well, he's he's uh, he's dangerous. He's, Ooh, he's he's damaging. He's damaging. He is unpredictable. Ooh, he's flashy. Ooh, flashy. Ooh, yes. Very uh, nice. Have you got have you got some dimensions there for me? Some uh, height. Yes. Uh, one hundred and eighty five centimeters high. Good soy. Seventy five. Six foot one in the old. Uh, there you go. Six foot one in the old, <laughs> Devil. You're an old soul, Devil. That's it. Um, seventy five k's. Yeah. Seventy five kegs. Yeah. So he's a skinny little mini, but he'll, he uh, he'll, 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 yeah, he's quick. quick. He'll build he's up. Quick. Maybe, maybe could turn into a bit of a Zach Jones. Bit, bit that of might. a goal sneak up forward. He's got that sort oh, of. Oh, here we go, Devil. They have, they have been comparing Elijah, Elijah. to the great Elijah, 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 Elijah. Either or, as they say, to potato, they potato. Have, they have been comparing him to the great Mickey O. That's who is who he perish has been. the thought. Perish the thought. The great Mickey O. Lachlan. So if we get any seven tenths out of what Mickey O was into Elijah, 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 yeah, we've got to, we've got to fix that up this season. Um, <laughs> soft, exciting, J. very exciting. soft, very soft J, extremely soft J. Um, Chad Warner was our pick thirty nine. Chad, I've always yeah, been soft spot for a Chad. <laughs> I reckon it's a shocking name. Um, <laughs> makes me always makes me remember Chad Fletcher, and yeah. I loved Chad Fletcher. East Freo, 181 centimetres, 80 kegs, uh, a prolific ball winner. Yes. Um, East Freo. So he was averaging 27.1 and 7.4 tackles, um, which at Colts level at East Freo probably isn't anything to necessarily write home about, but it's a good uh, indication of the type of player we're getting. Now, boys, here's my whack. It's been a while. Oh, whack of the week. It's been a while. This draft crap can just stop now. We are not the NFL. We are not the NBA. The only reason I know anything about these players is because I've done 10 minutes of You've research. You've done your due, your due diligence. I, otherwise, otherwise, I have no bloody idea, Debs, who they are. And nor should I, because it's not a thing here. It's not, the, it's not America. There's no NCAA. You're not following these people for years. There does not need to be two days of draft coverage. Yeah. On, on, it's paraphernalia. It's a joke. Yeah, I'm not, it's a joke. I'm really not sure about breaking up the top 10, uh, the sorry, the first round over one night. Spam it. And then going with the second, third and fourth. Mm. And I think 65 players in total get taken in the draft when it could be done in a couple of hours. It's a big joke. Yeah. It is a it's not big ideal. joke. And then it's that, a complete waste and, of, of and, AFL membership money. And, and then the next day... They do the rookie draft. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Why can't it all be done in the one night? Oh, it just started at bloody 10 a.m. Who, who cares? It's not the Brownlow. It's not a gala event. Yeah. Just do it. Get it over with. And Gil can go with it as well, Gil as far as I'm concerned. Oh, there it is. There's the clip. There's, There's the, the clip, way. ladies and gentlemen. 
We also managed to um, pick up a couple of rookies. So we picked up Brady Rouse from the Bendigo Pioneers Footy Factory down there. The Footy Factory. The footy Factory. Uh, medium-sized midfielder. Played a, two games in the uh, under-18s carnival. Um, and he's a, a prospect, a young prospect, um, who obviously will be doing time in the NEFL as well. Good, He's a... Uh, a, a, once again, a wiry frame. He's sort of that six foot two mark and only seventy odd kilos. So oh, definitely sounds got, uh, sounds familiar, Davies. Yeah. Maybe I can just pull, pull on it. some boots. That's it. So uh, a taller in the taller midfield frame. Um, he's uh, yeah, a bit of potential there. You would put the word with that young fella. And we also redraft, redrafted um, Jack Maybong as well. So he's back on the list um, as we, as we mentioned before. So, Good yeah. on him. I wonder if you was expecting that because that would be a pretty big relief, I would have thought. For sure. I think they would have worded him up that they were going to take him. Um, Do you know what the salary would roughly be, Debs? It'd be Pay sort up. of 60s. Oh, really? 60s, yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought it was less than that. No, it's 60s now. I think you sort of your first round player goes on to 80-odd plus, yep. plus uh, matches and a, a rookie is sort of around that 60 mark. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Boys, in all of our excitement, we've actually forgotten to discuss the fact that we've picked up Sam Gray they from Port Adelaide. did. And we also Caden Brand from the Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah. A, uh, a handy defender, Caden Brand, comes in from the Hawks, I think, off a, off a few games last year. Yeah, it only was, the five. It was five. like 12 to 15. Huh? No, only the five. Only the I've five. Just, I've just jumped on the Wikipedia here. The five games for Wiki, Hawthorne Wiki. in uh, 43 in total. So back in 2017, he played 17 games. How old is he? Uh, he was born in 94, so he's okay. 25. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, Deeble, that actually just makes me more excited because there's a lot of recycling about that, and I reckon there's uh, there's probably a pretty handy spot on our roster for a guy like that. But I, I think the one that probably deserves the most chat is Sam Gray. That's, oh, like that's huge. That's a coup. That's, that's a, a good massive. That's a, it, and you know what? It just went straight under the radar. Oh, Sydney picked up two players. Uh, Sam Gray's one of them. And then every, it was just sort of back onto the, it was just kind of like back onto the Danaher, Papley, will it happen, won't it happen. Sam Gray is a, is a huge get. Was he out of favour at Port Adelaide? No, I no, think I've, that most of Port Adelaide is out of favour yeah. at Port Adelaide. I think it might be the same at uh, at the Crows. Yeah, at the Crows, yeah, South Australian <laughs> footy is in a mess at the something moment. Something in the water over yeah. in uh, over in Adelaide, and it's not just the flu ride. Um, oh, Madison. <laughs> um, Sam Gray is a great pickup. Yeah, that is a great pickup. He's yep. tough as a cat's head, Ben. That's exactly right, but Madison. Paul, not Paul. that I've tested how tough a cat's head is, but I'm familiar with the adage. Yeah, correct. Paul play finals last year. No, no. can't. They're becoming. Remember. They're becoming a bit irrelevant, Port. Yeah, they're a bit. They're becoming a little bit North Melbourne-y. Well, they they just changed up their logo, so I think they're trying to stay relevant. You know, yeah. do a bit of a rebrand. But he's Get, uh, sort of that small, like darty up forward goal sneak. Sam, Sam Gray. Gray. Yeah, yeah. So similar he, to his brother. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, so he, he is a, he's definitely got a role to play and will play some footy at some stage this Bloody season. Oath he will. Boys. Bloody oath he will. Yeah. Well, boys, given that we've just done a bit of a wrap on everyone who's come in, what I want to put to you, 
whose season can be a new player or a, or an existing player? Who are you most looking forward to seeing this year? Doyle. I'd lo- I'd love to see sort of feel free to add add more than one. Yep. Yeah. I'll start off with one of our men. Uh-huh. In Jordan Dawson going to an yeah. A player. Yeah, I think we all share a, a grader. An, uh, an A A pluser he could yeah. go to this year. If he sort of can average his 25 touches and that long raking left boot that we like and hit the scoreboard, some scoreboard impact, Benny. Um, he's someone who could really take us into a, another final series, fellas. That's He excites me. and he, We talked about it all last season, but he's another one who can just go to another level. Just There's definitely quickly. that growth there. Mm-hmm. Just quickly, got a message from a mate, a mate of mine, Daniel. Oh, hot off the press. Uh, no, no, this isn't hot off the press. This is on Monday, 2.09 p.m., completely um, out of the blue. Big call. I reckon Jordan Dawson becomes a top 20 AFL player this year, and that's a Melbourne supporter. There you go. Huge call. Huge, Huge call. call. I reckon I reckon 80 probably. That's that's an there's 80. That's it. an 80 call. <laughs> he's a gun. Yeah, no, he is. There's no doubt he's, he's a, a superstar. I don't know if he will go. I don't think he'll go. No, it's a big call, planet. but geez. Hey, it's a big, a, hairy, a, audacious This call. is a breakthrough year for Jordan Dawson. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Um, Certainly can be. Buddy. It's a, it's a, it's not a make or break year, no, but it's but an important no. year for him. Yeah. Critical, critical year. Well, I think it's going to be a really interesting year for Bud because we've spoken about how good he looks on on the track at the moment. We're loving that, and he's getting a full preseason, which he hasn't had for a very long time. Hasn't had in three years. Yeah, correct. But I think we've also had conversations about how realistic the expectation is with Buddy. He's still going to turn it on, have big games where he kicks. Six, seven, eight goals. I think he's definitely still more of a, a one to two goal a game player now. Like he his 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 presence will be far greater than that. You know, he's always gonna charge up the field. He'll be the game breaker the, and the, the the bloke who can turn it on. I don't know. I just I don't see him. I don't see him kicking a hundred goals. Nah, anymore. Yeah. I don't see him kicking a hundred goals, but I certainly think he's more than a one to two goal. Game player, as long as he's healthy. I think, I, I think he's 65, maybe 60, 65 goals a year this year, oh, which, a, is, two which to, is two, one to two. Goal it's, one to <laughs> <laughs> it's one to two, and then having a couple of like blowouts yeah, where you really, yep. where you really, where he has, you know, he kicks, kicks six. He kicks, mm. yeah, you know, he has a couple of games where he kicks six, has a couple of games where he kicks four, but he doesn't have any where he doesn't have impact, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, and again, as long I as he stays that, on the park, yeah. Correct, and I think that as long as he's out there, he's going to have serious impact. I think in terms of how important the season is, I, I actually think it's very important for Isaac Heaney um, yep. this year. 100%. Just because, you know, my thoughts and opinions were very, very well documented about Isaac and, and maybe it's not necessarily... Um, he's not necessarily the direct reason for the way he played, but I think there needs to be some consistency there and he probably needs to take the bull by the horns and say, hey, I'm going to play this role now. Yep. Um, because he's been, he's been at the club. He's a, he's a leader there now. He's I not think just going to go, not just gonna oh, go, just go oh, horse, I'll, I'll do go. whatever you want. Yep. Um, he goes, yeah. I'm going forward. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going in the, in the middle. Yep. I'm going to win the pill. I'm going to win this game for yep. us. Or 
I'm going to win the pill, give it to Bud, and Bud's going to win the game for yeah. us. <laughs> You're not wrong, Mads. It was definitely well documented last year. I'm pretty sure they wrote a thesis on where they thought where Madison Clark thought uh, Isaac Heaney should be playing Correct. in the first half of the season, mm. or the all year, I should say. I heard it actually got presented to the House, yeah. House of Representatives. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's a good circulated up to the Senate. Very now, well documented. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I actually heard they were going to film it. Uh, like, actually, they were going to make it into a film. They were going to get David Attenborough yeah. in there, right? I've signed rights. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think George goes to number one defensive mid in the competition. Yep. I would consider that to be uh, an all right call. Not a, not, a, not a huge call, Mate, but well, I think it's. I think I, I'm really excited to to watch George continue to develop. There's no doubt for ten to twelve rounds last year he was the best defensive midfielder. Yeah. There's no doubt. Here's no, a co- Didi, no doubt, no doubt, Benny. Here's a couple names for you fellas, and I think we were probably saying the same thing last year with these two fellas, and they probably had. Downish places in last year's season, Will Haywood, Oliver Florent. They're the two boys who need to step up and grab the game by the horns. And I think Mills needs to step up before those two do. <sighs> so I think Mi- Ollie was. I don't. Ollie was pretty good. I think Ollie was pretty good. He, last no, he, he had a good back end of the season. Like maybe for yeah. last three or four yeah. rounds. Yeah, wasn't no, I'll agree. I'll agree wasn't that. fantastic he, he was before then. Relatively slow to start. Yeah. We had that real cracking game against Melbourne and <clears throat> sort of came good after that. But they're 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 the two. Haywood bit interrupted with injury. Um, did he do the jaw last year? Yeah, he did against Carlton. Mm, broke his jaw. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So it's this is the thing. It's all about keeping them on the park. There's always going to be injuries, but. They're, they're two young boys who are exciting. Will Haywood, one of the youngest players to 50 goals. Um, mm, yep. They're the type of players who can take us as a team to the next level. Yeah, I'm excited to see what we do with Chief once we get Naismith back. I'm excited to see what level Alira Lear goes to this year again. Yeah, look, we're talking is there, about... Is there growth on growth with Alir? Mm. There is. I think, so he, year might, on I think year he might return. Actually, I think he might plateau a little bit, but maybe a little bit more consistent I'll, in I'll, terms of how he goes about it. Consistent in terms of how many intercept marks he takes? <laughs> because I would have thought he was pretty bloody consistent, Mads. Mm. Yeah, no, I'll, no, correct, correct. But, uh, you know, the the way he plays the game. I would like to see more leadership the, from him. Well, that's that's right. He looked lost frequently. No, was I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's lost. He did. Fact, he, it, he mate, has, I thought he was... I reckon there were games where he was between him and Rampy. He was the only one. There, there were, there were, but there they, they were the only ones that actually were, were stable. I, I actually, it's more that I would like to see Lear really shouldering the load from Rampy and sort of going, "Well, Reg is gone. Well, yeah, he's going to shoulder sit. a lot more. That's for yeah, sure. Because I don't really want it to fall to Mills, and I think that's what they'll do. I think it needs to go. It needs to fall now to Lloyd and to Lear. So that Rampy's not the only bloke standing back there trying to tell people where to go. Yeah. Um, Just on the name that you hardly touched on there but mentioned it, I'll go out on a limb and say Callum Sinclair will never play as a full forward for the Sydney Swans. He will only be in the team as a ruckman. Uh, I think is that just a feeling or is that nah, just the way we go about that's, the structuring the ruck? Or that's the way I think they... A little bit of this and a little bit of that, Mads. They see him as a ruckman. I think we in here get a bit glorified with the idea of him playing full forward. I think he also likes playing ruck. And Naismith as a ruckman. I I, I can't see us playing sort of 
true ruckman at a time. Although I would like, I would love to see it, but I just don't mm. think it's going to happen. Yeah. But so then, do you obviously you pick Naismith over Chief as a ruckman? though? not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, not because I, I do. I do. Yeah, but a year out of the game, you can you, be you not pick even close. Naismith over as Chief a, as a ruckman. Yes. Yeah. Look. Yes. Uh, and until Naismith can, can comes I, can out, I ask, can I ask why? I just think he's an actual ruckman. Yeah. Sinclair yeah. is not an actual ruckman. We uh, forget how good Naismith yeah. was. He's been well, 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 how, how good was he? He was phenomenal. He was really good. Uh, I wouldn't have used the word phenomenal. Nah, neither. Yes, uh, he, yes, he mate, was. He was. Yes, he was. He was, he was a solid tap ruckman, and he could, and he had such a good. Tap. I'll agree that he was. I'll agree that he was a tap ruckman, but he was a ruckman. Yeah, like correct. He correct. Was, I mean, how, how good? How Maybe phenomenal was a bit strong, but I'm I'm yeah. picking Nathan. I I I I think with with how much we've needed a ruckman, and uh, the fact that Naismith has now been off the park off the park for for two years. Yeah, I think a lot of Sydney Swans fans have gotten almost carried away. Like, you know, it's kind of like once he comes back, back it's like, oh, yeah. wow, nice Smith. Oh, he's the best. And then he's probably just going to play the same and he did and everyone will kind of be like, oh, I thought you'd be a bit, uh, <laughs> I thought you'd be a bit better than that. Perhaps. I, I reckon uh, you will. I, I reckon people are a bit nostalgic about what he was because to me, he was a, he was a tap Ruckman. Role I know I'm, I'm really yeah. looking forward to having him back because I think he has a very, a really critical role to our structures, I agree with what you're saying. He is the trained ruckman out of him and Sinclair. But to be honest, I. So what are you doing? I, 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 I don't think that Naismith is is going to solve all of our problems issues, in the ruck yeah. department. He's not. He's not some super. It's, it's not like we're going to be welcoming a Dean Cox back in or anything like so that. So are you? You're you're only playing one of them though, theoretically, yeah. right? So yeah. you're, you're playing you're playing the other one in the navel. Yeah, un- and until Naismith is knocking down the door, dominating the kneeful, and Sinclair's out of form, I'm playing Sinclair. I yeah, I can't see him. I can't see him getting the start up. Two, two yeah, years interesting. Oh. Two, two years, years out. Two years out. It's, it's different for a, a midfielder to a, a big key position player being out of the game with mm. knee injuries. No, no doubt. Yeah. And, no, also, yeah. and no, also, the other thing that I add, and we talk about it, you know, we're all very nostalgic about him playing forward, but at least we know Chief can go forward and he's a great clunk yeah. and he can kick straight. Yes, we at least you know. If I'm a coach, I know that you have the option there. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, no, that's really that's that's really interesting chat there, boys. I I, I actually my favourite one I think was was Jordan Dawson. I love that top twenty call because yeah. I reckon that's a, it's it's a big, hairy, audacious goal, and I reckon it could yeah it, it, it could absolutely come through because he's got he's, everything going right. He's for got him. everything going right for him. No injuries. He's Touch barely wood. even yeah barely even. Barely even clean up surgery. Um, he's got. And he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a skill a set that we don't and that we don't have. Yeah, he, he's, and he's he's good by foot. He runs hard. He makes good decisions. People are just starting to starting to notice. And if, I'll tell you, if he keeps hitting the scoreboard like he did second half of the year, look out, boys! Look out! Tick for mine. Gun. Body gun. Well, boys, I reckon that might just about do us. I reckon so, Benny. It's uh, been... God, it's been good sitting here back in the popular oh, yeah. media studios. 
as we, we sort of came in here thinking we may be lo- lacking a bit of content, but I think we've well and truly ticked over <laughs> probably about 50 minutes it of Sydney's... Sw- 55 minutes of Sydney, Sydney Swans minutes. chat. So there's always something to say about the mighty Swan. It's great to be back on the pod. Just get around it, boys. It's been good. good <laughs> I thought you were about to do the wrap-up for me, mate. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you were nearly there. I, nearly uh, there. I didn't uh, want you to do This has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. A Merry Christmas to all, and we look forward to watching our Swannies march onwards to victory in 2020. I'm Ben Andrew, Madison Clark, Dave Baxter. Thank you for joining me. On you, Benny. Thanks, Benny. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies! Swannies.